Hi, and welcome back to Politodoxy. I'm your host, Aaron Friedman. Today's topic is on overturning elections. Now, I want to specifically touch on the subject on what Donald Trump talked about, that Mike Pence had the right to so-called overturn the election by sending back the electors to the states. And in part, that also ties into that Donald Trump tried to overthrow the republic. Yeah, that like that makes any sense whatsoever. Now, not even talking about all the evidence that shows to the contrary and all the FBI informants and agents within the crowd that there were. There were FBI agents in the crowd. You're blind if you disagree. There is certain facts that you have to accept in order to have a normal discussion with me. And if you don't accept these certain things, then we are. I'm not interested in any discussion. So there were FBI informants, maybe even CIA informants, I don't know. But there were definitely FBI informants in the group. There were all kinds of things happening that was this was a Fed operation in part. Now, it was also, let's just say, it was also a riot. It was not an insurrection. A, and here's the irony of the situation, how I think about the entire so-called January 6th, all the darkest day of America, yeah, whatever. The way I see it is that if it were an insurrection, it would not be satanic. If it, since it is a riot, I see it as satanic because I believe riots and, and senseless chaos is tools of Satan. But since it wasn't a, a insurrection, it was only a, it was a riot, it's satanic. But if it were, uh, the irony is, if it were an insurrection, then it wouldn't be satanic. Overthrowing a government is not satanic. It's just a political means to an end that is an organized way of getting it. You're trying to overthrow the government, uh, organized, and that's not uh, say, satanic in my point of view. But anyway, we're getting off track here. This kind of wins Donald Trump's case. Just this, what I'm going to share with you on the point of overturning elections. Because one of the main arguments on the left is that he knew he couldn't overturn the election, but he tried anyway, and he tried to send a mob there. He didn't. He knew he couldn't do it anyway. Or, at the very least, the people around him knew, and they've, they fooled him into believing that you could overturn, so-called overturn the election. Well, turns out, actually, Democrats are guilty of this when they actually did overturn elections. Now, I'm going to be reading from Ann Coulter's book, Never Trust a Liberal Over Three. And I'm going to be reading from one of the pages here. And this is something that I read some time ago. I regret not sharing it, sharing this with you earlier. But we had to have this podcast get lifted off the ground before we could share all kinds of other interesting things. So... This is a very peculiar and interesting subject because one of the main arguments is you cannot overturn elections, especially not the Senate or the House. They don't have the authority to send back electors. Is that, that is part of the argument here. But hear what happened in this book. I'm going to start reading right now and I apologize again. I Always when I read, I have to apologize, apologize for the dyslexia. So here we go. Consider a few other chilling examples of Democrats thieving their way to victory over the years. In 1974, Republican Louis Wyman won his race for United States Senate in New Hampshire, beating Democrat John Durkin by 355 votes. Durkin demanded a recount, which went back and forth by a handful of votes until the state's ballot law commission concluded that Wyman had indeed won by at least two votes. Wyman, 
was certified the winner by the New Hampshire Secretary of State and was on his way to Washington when the overwhelmingly Democratic U.S. Senate refused to seat Wyman. Despite the New Hampshire certification of Wyman as the winner of the election, this was the post-Watergate Senate when Democrats could get away with anything, including a madcap prank known as President Jimmy Carter. The United States Senate spent months examining disputed ballots from the New Hampshire election, unable to come up with a method to declare the Democrat the winner they didn't, that didn't involve the guillotine. The United States Senate forced New Hampshire to hold another election. Wow. Absolutely wow. So this already happened. It already happened in the past that, a, that the Senate ordered a new election from a state. This is new claimed authority, but it did it anyway. So... Tell me again why Donald Trump is not right in saying, well, he could actually send it back to the states. He actually could. They actually do have the authority. For all the arguments on the left that, well, the Senate doesn't have that power. Yes, it does. You did it in the past. Suddenly Donald Trump says it and now we can't do it. Well, isn't that literally everything that Trump says? He says that we can do this. No, never, never, can't do it. No, no, racist, xenophobic, and all the other hate speech laws they want to enact. Long story short is, that this is a power that has been delegated, apparently, to the Senate, that they can order new elections. It has been done in the past. Now let's continue. It was a breathtaking abuse of power. New Hampshire had certified a winner of its Senate election, but it was a Republican, so the Democratic Senate simply ordered a new election. Demoralized Republicans stayed away from the, from the race. This time, the Democrat won the revote. Again. Again, I have to, I can't stress this enough. Their entire argument on the left is that you can't, that he knew he can't, or the people around him knew he can't, and therefore it was an insurrection because they knew they couldn't do anything about it, but they yet try to do anyway. That means it's an insurrection or something, even though nobody has been charged with, uh, with insurgents. I, I've tried to remember the legal term for it, but... Nobody has been charged with anything. All you want is seditious conspiracy. Uh, nobody has been charged with sedition. That's the legal term for it. But seditious conspiracy. And that is also a punk charge that doesn't mean anything. Mean, and I mean by that that the person who they charge that on, they have no actual evidence to prove that. Long story short is that one of their main arguments is a complete bogus claim. Donald Trump absolutely had legal precedents to order them to send back the the uh, votes to hold another election. Of course, you did it in the past. Why is it when Republicans want to do what Democrats did all this time, it's terrible. Watergate, oh, Richard Nixon, they spied on his political opponents. Now, knowing the Democrats, how treacherous they are, maybe it wasn't that much a bad, uh, bad idea, knowing that they covered up Alger Hayes, Harry Dexter White, all these Soviet spies, continuously... But Kennedy did it. He spied on his political opponents. Johnson did it. I mean, literally every Democrat previously had done it. Oh, Richard Nixon, he does, he does it, and he, he didn't actually order it. Long story short, it was, it was his people went rogue and did it anyway. Long story short, is he didn't even order it. But suddenly Richard Nixon does, oh, it's the worst thing that has ever, it's Watergate, don't you know? Actually, we do know that Watergate isn't that big of a deal as the so-called reporters of Watergate constantly, their point going on TV was basically just to say, this is worse than Watergate. Anything Trump does that is worse than Watergate. 
So they're basically the celebrity to endorse a product. This is a good product. Thank you very much for buying it. And then um, yeah, now let me get paid. That's basically what their entire job was. So literally everything is worse than Watergate, including Donald Trump having two scoops of ice cream. That in and of itself is also worse than Watergate. Who remembers that? By the way, just off the topic of elections and all that, who remembers when the media went berserk over Donald Trump having two scoops of ice cream? I mean, are you out of your mind? How does that make the news? I get you hate him, but how do you take two scoops of ice cream and then elevate it to the so-called scandal of Watergate? I mean, are you out of your freaking mind? This is absolutely hilarious, and you want me to take Watergate seriously? After you take, you could take two scoops of ice cream and make it sound like Watergate. Why would I think Watergate is that big of a deal? I mean, just on a pure common sense level. This is absolutely ludicrous. It still boggles my mind. There are still people who take the mainstream media seriously after that kind of a so-called so -called scandal. This is absolutely hilarious. Yet there are some people, yeah, the media, they are here to tell you the truth. They are fighters for democracy. Well, democracy is cringe, but yeah, they're fighters for democracy. You guys, come on. I can't believe this. Are you out of your mind? How many times do I, I'm going to repeat myself infinitum if I don't continue? Let's continue here. Even more egregious was, was a 1984, literally 1984, congressional race in Indiana. On election night, the incumbent Democrat, Frank McClowski, appeared to have won a resistant victory of 72 votes, but after a correction was made in one county, it turned out the Republican opponent Rich Richard McIntyre, I guess this is how you pronounce the name, anyway, had won by 34 votes. Republican McIntyre was certified the winner, which is when the double, the trouble usually starts. Again, a majority Democrat House refused to see the certified winner in a close election. I'm sure it was just a coincidence that the winner was a Republican. Consequently, Indiana performed... Yet another recount of the entire district, which again showed that Republican McIntyre was in was the winner. This time by 418 votes. As the Washington Post reported at the time, there were no allegations of fraud. That is a quote in the recount. And 90% of ballot disqualifications had been agreed to by, quote, by election commissions don't dominated by Democrats, unquote. So naturally, the House refused to seat the Republican, even though he had received the most votes in the election, which in most jurisdictions would make him, you know, the winner. This time, instead of ordering a district to hold another election, the House, the Democratic House, saved everyone a lot of trouble by simply declaring the Democrat Frank McCloskey the winner by exactly four votes, according to the House's count. This is absolutely amazing. The things that Democrats could get away with. Democrats have been stealing elections since the dawn of time. This is what Democrats do. They are the traitor party, as has been proven by Ann Coulter's book, Treason. But they have been stealing elections. They've stolen from Richard Nixon, 1960. Here they have stolen elections. They have a history of stealing elections. Suddenly the Republican says, hey, you're stealing elections. Oh my God, insurrection. 
this is the point about Democrats that you have to understand. Democrats accuse you of what they do themselves. This is the rule. It has never failed. It's always this. Now, we all have heard the saying that there's always the exception to the rule. Then I bring the question for that. What is the exception to the exception? If there is always an exception to the rule, then there has to be a time when there is exception to that and the rule stays. Well, the rule that the Democrats accuse their political opponents of what they do themselves is always, without exception, every single time, including insurrection, when we have seen Democrats constantly ask for such behavior. And to repeat what so many people on TV have said, yes, the riots of 2020, that's insurrection. Well, kind of, I guess. You could you could quantify that way if you want, but I could just point to Ch- Chaz and Chop. They literally call themselves autonomous zones. That is them, de- de- them declaring themselves independent of the government. They went around and rioted and attacked all kinds of of businesses, attacked American citizens, killed people, and that's just a summer of love. Republicans get upset because Democrats steal elections and Democrats have what they've done to Republicans attacking them, killing them in certain cases, and getting away with it, such as, the I don't remember the guy, who ran over, he believed to be a Trump supporter, Turns out, actually, that wasn't actually a Trump supporter, but he believed so, and therefore he thought it's okay to kill that person. And I don't remember the punishment, but it's obviously not the death penalty, and that person is getting uh, getting a sweetheart deal. Long story short is that Democrats get to do these things, Republicans can't. You can't go and riot in the Capitol, bring your problems to the people who have caused them, you can't do that. Democrats go around and attack people who are innocent. Republicans go and riot to the in the Capitol and attack the people who are actually actually responsible for their ide- for their problems, and that's the worst thing that has ever happened. It doesn't compute. I'm not condoning rioting. As I said, it's satanic. I'm not condoning attacking and doing all these kinds of things. I'm not condoning it, but I'm simply pointing out the Democrats do the same thing, yet they're doing it towards innocent people. At least the Republicans, when they go and riot and which is actually, this is the first time I think in history that has ever happened that a Republican, strictly conservative so-called group would go around and do something like this. This is the first time in history as I can, I mean, if anybody has any other time that is, this has ever happened, please go ahead and name one. I, don't, I dare you, I don't think you could. At the very least, they go and actually to the people who have caused their problems. They know where the problems stem and they bring it to them. They have grievances, and they bring it to the to the correct location. Yet, for some reason, we are to expect that, oh, this is an insurrection. When Donald Trump asked these people to go out and protest, there was precedent to overturn, so-called overturn, the election, or to hold another election in these particular states. There is precedence for it. Say what you want. So this was only a protest that got out of hand. You can't call it an insurrection. This, in and of itself, disproves the entire case of insurrection. Because since there is precedence, means that this could only be a protest. This cannot be an insurrection. Because there is reason why to protest. Otherwise, if, this, if there is no precedence for overturning an election, then you have 
that doesn't prove it's an insurrection, but at least that it's coherent with the argument because you know you couldn't overturn it, so why go and protest in the first place? Ah, that means that you you wanted that this should happen, but there actually is precedence. So this in, this in and of itself actually wins the case. Now, I just want to point out another thing about Donald Trump saying that Mike Pence had the authority. I don't believe that. Here is the thing about the entire thing. I don't believe that Mike Pence has the sole authority to do it. I, be, I believe since Democrats have established that you could actually seat your own your own congressmen and senators and order new elections in states, I guess the senators, the individual senators and majority vote could actually do that, since the Democrats already did it. But I don't believe that Mike Pence had the sole authority. Now, I want to make this very clear. The reason why I don't believe that is because it just doesn't make any sense. Just imagine right now, if your argument stands, Mike Pence had the authority. Imagine Kamala Harris at the helm, sitting there, and Republicans winning a majority of states, winning a majority of the Electoral College, but Democrats being who they are, sending two slates of electors, which, by the way, Democrats did it before Republicans, just for, for oh, they were sending in fake electors. Shut up. Just shut up. Fake electors. I believe the states does have a, does have a right to do if they want to send in two slates of electors, especially under such circumstances, they are, actually do have the right. The House and Senate, I think it's actually just the Senate. Anyway, they are they are the ones who get to choose the actual slate of electors. I mean, only under these kinds of circumstances. But long story short is that to say that only the that the vice president has such powers is to say that in 2024, after the election, 2025 that would be, anyway, would Kamala Harris be able to take the Democratic electors from only from the Demo- from the so-called re- swing states that would go vote Republican, but now Democrats, as they do, will send in two slates of electors, and they would you would have a Republican and Democrat delegation, and the Vice President Kamala Harris would be would just po- pick the Democrat, and Joe Biden would win again. Just food for thought. This is what you're saying. You're saying that literally every Vice President had the right to decide which slate of electors, meaning that literally every state would start sending in two slates of electors, hoping that their guy wins. So just at a common sense point, it just doesn't make any sense. And while I know the argument goes back that, well, why did they have to clarify? Just because, because we we started an argument and we just clarified it and we said that, no, actually, there is no such power. But that that's just common sense. I like using common sense for all kinds of arguments. Instead of looking at what well, he said, he, he said, she said, who gives a crap? The question is, what, is the, what does your common sense say? And this is what common sense says. If you're going to do this, then the vice president has the sole power of choosing who's going to be president. And I would rather leave it, leave it up to the senators. Although you could have your arguments about the fake elector, so-called. Under these circumstances, you stop counting votes in middle of the election. And no, we have to wait days. Oh, we found mother uh, another whole bunch of ballots. Oh, again, uh, take a look. 100,000 votes in Michigan up just like that. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. This, and I'm not saying Trump won. What I am saying is, I'm t- I think I'm taking the most moderate position you can on this while, appe- while appeasing both crowds. I'm saying, I don't know. I've seen the evidence on one side, I've seen the evidence on the other side. I just don't know. 
But that is the problem. The sheer fact that you have people who don't actually know if Donald Trump lost, the sheer fact that there was all these kinds of problems, would have called for another election just to shut up all the critics. Yet for some reason, no, we can't, no, we can't do it. No, it's the most secure election. Just like the vaccine is the most uh, safe and effective. I had enough of these Democrats' promises. Most safe election. We should have had another election. Obviously, we should have had another election. But this is something that we all have to, we have to understand that I don't know. I do not know if Donald Trump won or lost the election. And that should scare everybody. Regard, you, you have your argument, you might say he, he actually won. Oh, be fine, fine. You want to have that, you want to believe that, no problem. You want to believe he lost, fine. I'm saying, I don't know. And that in and of itself would prove that there was shenanigans. There was shenanigans and the sheer fact that we don't, that I don't know, and so many other people just don't know, that tells us a lot about how Democrats conduct themselves and Republicans need to get wise to that and they need to start doing the same shenanigans. Find, start finding, I'm not, and I'm absolutely not condoning making fake ballots. But what I am saying, start finding Republican ballots. If it is illegal, then why are Democrats finding Democrat ballots? If you, Republicans start, need to start finding, find it. And by the way, on the, sub, uh, uh, this is amazing. Democrats can constantly find Democrat ballots. Yet when, when Donald Trump says you have to find the Republican ballots in Georgia, oh, it's, it's, it's trying to overturn the election. It's, it's terrible. You guys are literally doing it. He's just saying you got to find it. He's literally playing the game you are. He's just saying it out loud. You're the guys who are actually doing it. This is absolutely amazing. Republicans need to become more Machiavellian about this. You need, they need to become more Machiavellian and start doing to the Democrats what the Democrats are doing to the Republicans and start destroying the Democrat Party. These are not your political opponents anymore. The Democrat Party, I'm not talking about the Democrat voters. They could be political opponents. I'm talking about the Democrat Party are, is your enemy. They are your enemy. And I'm, I'm sick and tired of the centrist, oh, it's not the right and the left, we need to get together. No, there is no coming together with people who have covered up for Soviet spies. There is no coming together with people who want to abort children. There is no coming together with people who want to transition small children and take the people who are mentally confused and pundiful of all kinds of chemicals and chop off all, kind, all kinds of body parts. There is no coming together with such a party. No, no. We have to destroy and humiliate them and punish the perpetrators. Take them and throw them in prison and other people give them the death penalty for why they are killing Republicans. Those who have killed Republicans need to get the death penalty as Republicans have killed Democrats, which doesn't exist in large part. Anyway, there is no coming together. There is no coming together. What is this unity talk? What? Unity talk is okay when you when you talk about the family. Okay, fine, you have a Democrat daughter, you have a Democrat son, Democrat mother. Fine, you could come together under that. that we're not talking about family division. That, that I'm act actually actively oppose any family division. But I am talking about that the party bosses, they are the cor most corrupt people in the universe. They need to be punished. They are. There is no coming together. As a matter of fact, why would you even want that? Why would you want the party bosses coming together? Every time the party bosses come together, it is a conspiracy against you. Literally every time, you get screwed. Now, yet you want bipartisanship on the party bosses? What? If there's any kind of bipartisanship you would want, it would want you would want it with people who agree with you personally, 
it would be your neighbors and your localities, not the national Republican and Democrat party bosses. What? We don't, I'm not standing for unity with those people. I'm not standing for unity with those corrupt politicians. Why would you call for that? This is so ludicrous. This is just a LARP and a PSYOP for you to believe that there is such a thing as party uh, uh, unity with the other party. There is no unity with the other party. They need to be destroyed, dismantled, and thrown to the wolves and bloodied till there is nothing left. I have total contempt for such a party that hates the United States. They actively say they want to fundamentally transform the United States. White people will be a minority. They want, they hate the United States. They want to eliminate whiteness. Yet, we should be working on bipartisanship. Hello, have you been hit over the head? Are you out of your freaking mind? What the hell is wrong with you? This doesn't make any sense. They are, they hate you, and you're, well, let's get together with them. No, no, I don't want to. I just don't want to. I want to humiliate them. They hate me, and I hate them. It's okay. It's okay to hate your enemy. It's okay. But you have to get out of this LARPing. Oh, we'll just get together and Republican. I remember the good old days when Republicans and Democrats got together. Yes, and that's every time they got together, you got screwed. You don't want them getting together. You want them staying as far apart as they can. The uniparty is one of the most dangerous things. Yet, for some reason, you want bipartisanship. Unipartyism is bipartisanship. Here is your bipartisanship. Stop calling for bipartisanship. This is so tiresome. Well, we have discussed all that needs to be discussed. And this is food for thought. Democrats have been stealing elections. Democrats get to overturn elections. This gets to prove Donald Trump's case that he did not. This is not an insurrection. Just on this one argument alone. Now, there are all the other arguments which is as valid as this one. But this one is not being discussed anywhere. Democrats have been stealing elections and... Republicans have been chumps for it. So we will end here and get as long as Repo as long as Republicans don't get wise to the Democrat shenanigans where we're going to continue losing. All right, we'll end it right here. I thank you very much for listening to this episode. Please share this episode. This is the most important thing you can do. Share the episode. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at Aaron Politodoxy on Twitter or at Politodoxy at gmail.com on email or you could reach out to me on Instagram at Aaron Friedman. Please, you could leave five stars. This will be a very big help. Leave five stars. Again, share this episode. I thank you very much for listening. And remember, my fellow radicals, stay political.